Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, and welcome back to another episode of Sure It'll Be Grand, your favourite shitty podcast where two Irish guys, that's me, Owen, and with me is Dan, as always. We take a look at a different movie every week, we give our feelings, our thoughts, we run through the plot, and this week, we're kicking the competition and taking a look at 1984's The Karate Kid. We're going to take you guys through the plot. Discuss a little bit about whether or not the movie still holds up since watching Cobra Kai. And we'll even go through some of you guys' comments and questions. Plus, you can stick around right to the end to find out what movie we're going to cover on next week's episode. As I said, my name is Owen. With me is Dan. Say hello, Dan. Hello, Dan. Classic. That joke's never getting old, is it? Classic. Never. No, <laughs> uh, one of us saying that and then commenting, that's never getting old, is never getting old either. Great. I like it. eventually a podcast mutated into that's not getting old, that's not getting old, that's not getting old. Entire just, podcast. Yeah, we're just stuck on a loop yeah. for like 20 <laughs> minutes. We're supposed to be talking about a movie. That's never getting old. That's what, We're really on the third iteration right now. Um, we are. We've, <laughs> talking I, about it yeah. right now. We've lost our minds already and we are less than two minutes into this episode. Excellent. <laughs> so, how how's your week been? What's going on in your world? I mean, that's podcast really um i've been trying to see how we can um get more in contact with people we've had actually a pretty good week with comments mm, and yeah. posts and stuff you know and loving that you know like i've said before on this podcast this is an ever-evolving thing we want to fine-tune things here and there i mean fine-tune it we have to tune it first <laughs> yeah but yeah we, we have you know and i'm looking forward to that i'm getting little advice from people here and there on how to do the podcast but at the same time, I'm very well aware that we still should do it the way we want to do it because that's half the point of this whole thing, you know? Yeah, sure is. And you? Yeah, not much. It's hard to have much going on at the moment, to be honest. Yeah. You know, this life is just monotonous at present. We, but we have this, and that's all that matters. Yeah. So I mean, we can at least say we've done something over Yeah, we're doing, we're be, we're, we're, we found an outlet for our passions yeah. somehow. A very unique outlet that no one else has done. You know, it's amazing. Speaking of an outlet for your passions, Karate. This week's movie, The Karate Kid. What you reckon? Uh, do I like it? Yeah. Did you like it when you when you were a kid? Well, this is a change to the form. Yes. Um, I, I really enjoyed it as a kid. I'm going to be honest, watching this movie, it felt a lot darker when I was a kid. Like, it seemed a lot more scary and sort of, like, intimidating as a child. You reckon? Whereas, yeah, absolutely. I thought it was like a really thuggish movie as a kid. And now it's just like, yeah. not really. It's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Well, right, okay, so before we before we move on to the main section and run through the plot and what this thing is all about, a couple of quick details off the top. The Karate Kid, now this is the first movie in the franchise, is a 1984 American martial arts drama film, which is... One of my favorite genres of movies, I think. Martial Actually, arts quite dramas. a lot in that genre, like, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> it is uh, written by Robert Mark Kamen, Kamen, one of those. 
directed by John G. Avildsen, where who He's I only great yeah I only learned that that's the Rocky director. Yeah, I genuinely which makes sense. You can feel it, can't you? Can't, you? Yeah, I mean it's it wasn't like a shock, as in really. It was more just oh, yeah. well that's cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's the first installment in the Karate Kid franchise, which yes. of course now there's. Karate Kid 2, Karate Kid 3, the next Karate Kid, the, the Jaden Smith Cartoon. reboot. It was an animated series. And now Cobra Kai is out. Which is loved by Which a lot of people, yeah, including we'll, us. Including us, yes. Yeah. Karate Kid stars... <laughs> we don't hate for something for once. No, Woo! Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> the Karate Kid franchise. Well, the Karate Kid, this one, the first one, stars Ralph Macchio as yeah. Daniel. The, yes, that's me. The Karate Kid. Yeah. <laughs> the late great Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi, Elizabeth yeah. Shue as Ali, and William Zabka. Yes. As who, Johnny. Who has been a delight in Cobra Kai. I'd almost argue he's the best character in the show. I am, uh, yeah, I don't think there's much of an argument. There's not many others you could say. Yeah. I, he's he's the heart of that show, really. Johnny. He really is. Yeah. Like, and it, yeah, there's a lot of. I don't want to say depth because it's Cobra Kai, but it, there's a lot of good stuff in that character. There's a lot, good, yeah. There's a lot more. There's certainly a lot more going on with Johnny and Cobra Kai than there is in this movie. Yeah, which is absolutely. We, we'll get to that later. Yeah, I think that's kind of it. The Karate Kid, yeah, 1984, big hit, big big hit, kind of yeah. revitalized Pat Morita towards the end of his career and really and karate. Like, shoved shoved Ralph Macchio into everybody's faces for the next like decade and popularized yeah. karate all across America so yeah you know and it eventually came to Ireland about 20 years later <laughs> yeah it came to Ireland when I was a kid yeah. <laughs> which you know yeah it like started to become pop- really popular like the early 2000s yeah I don't know how yeah. there's just that delay and Ireland is 20 years behind the rest of the world at yeah. all times and everything not anymore but like it used to really, it de- yeah, like it, it big time. It was, it was then yeah. certainly. Uh, yeah. yeah. So those are the quick little rundown. Let's move into what the hell is going on here. What the hell is going on here? So the Karate Kid. Um, everybody was kung fu fight. No, not no, kung fu. Not Karate kung, fu. not kung fu. Though, yes. in the if. In the Jaden Smith version, it's kung fu and not karate, which is still confusing, really. It's yeah, it's just odd that they decided to, hey, let's remake, reboot the Karate Kid, and oh, but this time they're in China and it's not karate. Do you think it's because of the Chinese market? They tried to make a movie for uh, China. Yeah, pr- uh, probably. Prone probably. To do these days. Yeah, there was probably yeah. a Chinese production team involved there somewhere. Yeah, and they got and they said, look, Jackie we want Chan. to do a martial arts movie. Uh, what about that Karate Kid stuff? I mean, if you think about it, they, they have nothing really in common, those movies. They, they, yeah, very little. They vaguely follow the same sort of plot points yeah. as each other, but they're, they're... I mean, it's not even the same character. It's just a whole other Karate Kid thing. Yeah. But never mind yes. that one. <laughs> this one, 1984 is the Karate Kid. I was... Uh, very surprised at how long this is. Yeah, the pacing in this is weird, especially at the beginning. Like it's it's over two hours long. I definitely yeah. don't remember this being that long when I was watched it as a kid. In my mind, for some reason, the tournament at the end 
was in my memory the tour the tournament was like eighty percent of the movie. <laughs> like for some reason, I literally I was like, right, it starts. Daniel gets bullied, meets Miss Miyagi. They do a couple of training montages, and then the the all valley under eighteen karate tournament is like the big thing. That's most yeah. of the plot. It's in fact the opposite of that completely. Um, for me, I think it like. I don't think uh, that's changed too much in my head. Like, the end was a very small part of my memory. Like, but I don't remember all the school thing. Like, where he went into school, met Yuan, had like, I knew the bullying. Like, for example, when he was cycling his bike and the motorbikes came, or at the Halloween dance, like, when he was being chased by the skeleton crew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> headed by Johnny. I remember those scenes. Those were the big, massive moments and i've heard it was a lot more of that or you know for example when he's training to do the wax on and wax off but i don't remember much of the school element yeah. i don't remember the mother at all to be honest that was new to me we, in my yeah, head. And, i mean she she does she kind of disappears when she's quite sure aggie comes in but it, yeah yeah so so this it starts off right with daniel and his mother getting in the car and leaving their hometown in New Jersey to drive across the country to California, to yes. the Los Angeles area. Yeah, my mother we, has promised all sorts of amazing. Oh, it's going to be yeah, great! You have oh, swimming pool. And Daniel, you immediately get the impression he doesn't want to go, but we also yeah. don't see either of their faces for the first three minutes of the movie. Oh no! It's like an don't. opening credits thing with just a car driving across America. Like, I mean, American Tourism Board really must have put some money into this movie. Like, yeah, it's very long. It's very, yeah. I think I don't know. This movie is a lot is, more like <laughs> it's a lot more character focused than it is a martial arts movie than I remembered it being. To be honest, it was it was funny. I remember we were watching it and we were seeing all these, um, you know, land views of the land and the mountainsides and the desert and all that, and we were giving out. And the moment we finished giving out, suddenly director of photography came onto the screen as a credit and went that's him he's to blame <laughs> he yeah he did a great job to be fair there's, oh, some, yeah. there's some truly beautiful shots in this thing but you are right it's very much a character movie yeah big time and so the first characters we meet yeah are daniel daniel larusso and his mother mrs larusso i don't know her name who's a good like 80 percent more New York, Miss, than... Mrs. LaRusso. Well, so is Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel, yeah. is, Daniel is King Jersey uh, throughout this thing. He's very yeah. like. Well, I'm I'm not going to do it again because I did my Ralph, my Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles impression last time, <laughs> and it's kind of that uh, again. <laughs> it's the same sort of like. I just had a, I just had a wonderful thought. Like, if Cobra Kai just goes off the deep end. I'd love to see like an alternative version of Daniel coming through where he stayed in New York and learned a different fighting style and just have yeah. two facing off against each other. Give truth. me that. <laughs> they do. Surely, I wonder if they've if they ever did. Surely, there's been a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Karate Kid crossover somewhere. I, it in, must have been like somewhere in, the in some medium. Like... There has to have been Daniel yeah. Larusso has to have teamed up with Leonardo. The three little reason. ninjas crying somewhere, but not being involved. Oh God, remember three? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, those poor guys. Yeah, God. Yeah. So the movie takes us across the country, Jersey to California, to Reseda, the shitty part yes. of LA. 
we guess. Yeah. <laughs> we guess. Yeah, we assume. And in Cobra Kai, they tell us yeah. that many times. <laughs> yeah. Daniel and his Daniel and his ma are moving into their new apartment, and they're like instantly greeted. Daniel like instantly makes a new friend. Like it's immediate. Yeah, who shows up once more and then disappears. Yeah. Well, he. <laughs> they do. They do give him an exit. Yeah, for later. the football thing. He's, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He like there's one brief scene where he's like just. They show him deciding not to be friends with Daniel anymore. <laughs> That's it. He's gone yeah. forever. <laughs> I can't even remember his name. He's just there. He sees no. Daniel. Another. This is another element I didn't rem- remember. Is that Daniel like was learning karate before he met Mister Miyagi? Yeah. No idea that happened to us. I. Because c- it's yeah. immediate. It's one of the first things Daniel does. Is he he like karate kicks the gate open into his new yeah. apartment building and nearly knocks over this guy. And your man's like, "Whoa, was that?" Yo, was that karate? That's cool, yeah. man. And then, are we getting any fights? Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel. Like you've never like, gone a fight in your life. Daniel's man. like Jersey tough guy. Like, yeah, of course, man. I've been in a lot of fights. What up? Yeah, yeah. You, you. but it's yeah. I, I I totally forgot that that Daniel. He ha- he was taking lessons and he was teaching himself moves from a karate yeah. manual that he bought somewhere. And imagine buying that nowadays. Yes. So you just, <laughs> Can I get a book on karate? Oh, you mean like the history? No, no. No, I want like a book that has like figurines, like images to show me how to place my arms and stuff. Uh, just oh. watch a YouTube video, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. um, yeah, it was an odd one. I t- I had totally forgotten about that, that element of things. And then, the trouble starts. I guess. Well, actually, we had a... So this is the first instance where the 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 sink in their apartment is not working, so Daniel has to go see the repairman to ask him to fix it. And that repairman yeah. is none other than Mr. Miyagi himself. <sighs> Genuinely the best character in the movie. Like, oh, easily, yeah, down. without a shadow of a doubt. And yeah. But we had a, we had a comment from somebody concerning... This part of the movie, I think. My brother, even. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he mentioned that uh, nowadays, uh, kids probably wouldn't be as trusting about with adults. They wouldn't just, like, walk into an adult's house and go, hey, how are you? That's definitely, like, a social change. And, you know, Killian, my mm-hmm. brother, was very clearly wrote that out. And I suppose that's a big part of the movie. You, you, you know, most families don't just let random older men into their safety circle you know no there's no there's not a chance in hell today that if your 17 year old son came home and said hey what have you been doing all today the last couple of days son oh i've just been hanging out in this old japanese man's house he's teaching me things (laughs) no you're immediately calling the police yeah, of course you say what the hell's going on there's some old guy like spending way too much time with my kid (laughs) Yeah, they're doing something called bonsai. I don't know. What <laughs> he keeps screaming bonsai, and I don't know. What he, I don't know if he's talking about the trees or he's screaming a word because they're different things. It's bonsai yeah. and bonsai, which I still, the way Daniel pronounces bonsai, is hilarious yeah. to me. It's even it's even more pronounced in Cobra Kai. In the first few episodes of Cobra Kai, he's like, yeah. he says bonsai. 
like they're separate words like b-o-n-e-s-i-g-h or something it's just funny the way he says it yeah for a man who's so that must be actually probably a real element of the um hidden mispronouncing it that's not even just the acted part because surely he would have learned yeah for cobra kai on yeah well unless unless cobra kai did it on purpose as a reference to the fact that Daniel can't pronounce the word in the original film. Like, he, maybe. Still, he they, still can't They did it. run a business eventually, him and Mr. Miyagi. They, they did sell those <laughs> things, yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I feel like he probably had learned it at some stage. Surely, but yeah, I don't know. Mr. Miyagi, he's, he's saying it completely wrong first, and then eventually Mr. Yeah. Miyagi's just like, oh, close enough, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Get over yourself. Come on, it's just a treat. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's a funny one. But the movie then, so this is where everything well, kind of... Miyagi also noticed him practicing karate and all that kind of stuff. He's aware that this kid yes, has yeah, tried yeah. some karate, you know. Yeah, is that... That's after the party on the beach, though, isn't it? Oh, that's true, yes, because he noticed I think the, because uh, Daniel think has the black the eye. eye. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah, so Daniel goes to, with his newfound friends, they go to... Well, the guy says, hey, we're having a party on the beach tomorrow, and then they go to the beach and it's just six guys with a football. Yeah, like it's not. It's not a party. They're just like yeah, a bunch of girls just sitting around a fire. Yeah, the, gir- the girls aren't noise. with them. They're they're no, in they're separate not. groups. Like, uh, look. To be fair, that's a very teenage thing to do as well. Where it's like, oh, we're not here with you, but like, if we would talk, I know, we're nearby, yeah, but it's just you know? like it's not a party, is what I'm saying. No, like, they're just like at the beach, kind of. Yeah, and yeah, that's fair. Yeah. This is where Daniel meets Ali for the first time. Yes. Who is Ali uh, with an eye? Ali with an eye. Who is a rich, rich girl from the other side of the track? Well, no, well, Daniel's from the other side of the tracks. I guess is that how that phrase works, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the nice side of the tracks. She's from I guess. the other side of the tracks. The wealthy, nice one. <laughs> yeah, the the polished tracks. You know, yeah, it's really yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ali's a rich girl, but she's got a heart of gold, and she's not like the other girls. And she's so totally over her ex boyfriend Johnny. Johnny. Yes, the ultimate badass, Johnny Lawrence. Who literally starts says, no, I'm not a ruffian anymore. I'm legit. I need to study. Is my final yeah. year now. He's like, oh. It's, it's his, <laughs> his first lines in the movie. He turns up on a dirt bike with his pals, Bobby and the other guy. And one of them's they like, hey. Beer, like. They see, yeah, they offer him a drink. And then they see, they look down at the beach and they see Daniel and Ali like, flirting together with a football and all this kind yeah. of stuff and johnny's johnny says nah man i'm a changed man i'm in my senior year i need to study and get good grades and get into college i'm not a delinquent anymore i've given up all that kind of stuff yeah and then immediately like, oh. proves himself wrong <laughs> yeah 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 he does yeah <laughs> he gets angry and he runs down to the beach and like confronts ali he's like yo what ali i need i want to talk to you we find out that they've just they've broken up recently and mm. but johnny clearly wants her back type thing yeah they have a row yeah they have a row daniel gets himself involved says hey leave her alone and you know tries to fight johnny lawrence who even though daniel isn't aware at this point that johnny is a black belt in karate johnny's still way bigger than him yeah also johnny does the ancient form of karate which i think is called Making someone fall over all the time by tripping them. Yeah. Yeah, he's just <laughs> messing with Daniel, I think, at first. He's really just toying with him. He's like, look at his scrawny little dirtbag. He's just, like, tripping yeah. him up and, 
like push. But like originally, he hasn't. Stuff. It's not like he kicks them though. He just puts his leg out. Well, that's what I mean, yeah, he's just tripping him. He's just doing. Yeah. He's just tripping up Daniel and making him fall. And then he's like, oh, he kind of tells Daniel to go away. He Daniel's on the ground. He's like, don't get up, kind of thing. He's like, mind your own business, like, just yeah. stay out of this kind of thing. And Daniel sucker punches him. <laughs> and yeah. then, then he takes it seriously and beats the crap out of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? Like that scene could be read very differently to different people. Like, and now having watched Cobra Kai, like, I don't think Johnny put himself in the best light when he had a fight there, but he certainly wasn't, I think the worst person there. He, he behaved himself. more. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. So this was, this was another, another question slash comment that we had in from somebody about, um, Emma from Emma sent this one into us on Facebook and said that, what do we think of the theory that Daniel is actually the bad guy in this story Hmm. and Johnny's the good guy. And honestly, Cobra Kai has definitely shown us an awful lot more of how things looked from Johnny's side of things Yeah, than we get at all in this movie. Because Johnny's not really in this movie. No, he's not. He shows up every once in a while and pulls some shit, and then, he, but it's like eighty eighty percent of this movie is just Daniel and Mister Miyagi. Yeah, like most of it is them, them, their kind of relationship and everything. And Johnny's just Johnny's barely in it. Ali's in it a bit more than Johnny is, and like Crease is like has three scenes in the movie. Yeah, I would like I say one thing right, but like if we added up the moments of Johnny and Daniel. So there's the fight on the beach. And if you want to act behavior-wise and who's right and who's wrong, I think it's about even. Like, Johnny shouldn't have been as much of a dick about them breaking up. But at the same time, Daniel started the fight once Johnny was like, here, be clear. Get away from me. This is nothing to do with you. And he's right. It's nothing to do with him. And he didn't become physical towards or anything. Like He got angry and frustrated. And he seems like a bit of a dick. But I would say that's a draw. They're very much a draw when it comes to dickishness for that scene. I would yeah. then say, like, when they ride the motorbike down and when he's on his bicycle, that's, like, that's Johnny being a dickhead. Like, he's not a good guy in that, right? Mm-hmm. When they, like, force him off the track. But then, when Daniel puts, like, a sh- like a hose in the bathroom on him during the Halloween scene, like, that's obviously Daniel being a shithead. So, when you want to add them up, they come fairly even, like. There's, it's definitely much more of a back and forth than it is just Johnny straight up, like, beating on Daniel the whole time. Yeah, it's not a bully position. It's like two sides against you. It's, yeah, it's definitely, it's it's really, I mean, the the movie kind of, like, Daniel is definitely afraid of Johnny after the first yeah. fight. And he, like, he won't, he avoids going near him in school and, like, he goes to the Cobra Kai gym at one point because he, he's like, oh, cool, a karate dojo. I want to go take lessons. Yeah, yeah. And he le- as soon as he sees that Johnny's there, he leaves. So he's definitely like... Daniel's like a, more afraid of Johnny than Johnny is of Daniel at all. Well, like, but it's Johnny has like, the power. Yeah. It, so it's... I, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I think if if not for Cobra Kai, you, you probably would still think Johnny's the bad guy in this, in this instance. Yeah. But like Maybe. when you watch Cobra Kai then in, in season one and Johnny tells you how it looked from his point of view that this random kid just showed up 
at the beach one day and tried to move in on his girlfriend and started a fight with him and then like covered him in water at a Halloween party when he was just minding his own business and stuff and it's like I mean yeah, yeah. you can you can see it from his point of view too he kind of yeah Daniel wasn't like innocent in the whole no, thing but he wasn't know? even even without Cobra Kai like if you really looked at this like Daniel doesn't come off as pure innocent either like he has a temper he kind of goes that's I suppose that's the whole thing with Miyagi Miyagi makes a big point that it's Karate is not about fighting. It's about finding peace inside your mind, in your heart, to not have anger in your gut, like. And that's what he kind of teaches them. Life is all about balance, Daniel son. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean. Like, no so balance. like Daniel's anger starts a lot of this shit too. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of it. Yeah, I think Daniel, he's. He's clearly like not having a good time. He's kind of frustrated at the fact that he's been forced yeah. to move his whole life to California, and maybe he wanted on his mother's whim, like yeah, or maybe he wanted to take out his anger on something, and he found yeah. Johnny, a willing, a willing participant in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Johnny absolutely. said, "Oh, you want to fight me? All right, buddy." Yeah, let's fucking let's fight then. Let's do it. And the beauty thing about Cobra Kai is we understand why Johnny is so angry and frustrated yeah. as well. Like, mm. you know? yeah, big time. Which is that's that's something that's not in this movie at all. Yeah, we never even meet Johnny's parents, stepfather, yeah, or anybody, or even like even his relationship with Crease. Like another thing that was surprised me is Crease has three scenes in this whole movie. Yeah, we meet him once. Briefly, when Daniel goes to the Cobra Kai dojo and says, yeah. and Kreese is there, like, leading the class. We don't really get anything out of that other than that he seems to be a disciplined teacher. Like, the, yeah. the, the class listen to him and do exactly yeah. as he says. That's all we get out of that. Bit of a hard head, though, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's he's shouting at them and stuff, but, like, mm. it's not. it doesn't, at that point, seem like he's a, an asshole or anything. Then we meet him again when, after Mr. Miyagi beats the crap out of Johnny and his friends and saves yeah. Daniel. They go back to the gym because Mr. Miyagi is Mr. Miyagi tells them you leave Daniel alone kind of thing. That's where they yeah, yeah. they set up the truce. And then you get like then Crease is like, alright, fine. We'll leave him alone till the tournament. But after that it's open season on you and the Yeah, that's when you realize that's okay, you're kinda like, oh, okay, he's a bit of a yeah, he this guy's definitely a, yeah. not a nice guy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't see him again until the tournament. No, you don't. And at the tournament, you really get like, because he, he tells one of the other kids, Bobby, I think it is, to purposefully injure Daniel so that he won't be able to fight and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And you can see he's like, there's one or two moments where he's like, tells the kids to do something that they, they clearly don't want to do or don't think is right. Yeah. But he just kind of like, he intimidates them into doing exactly what he says. Yeah. And I think that's the soldier side that they implied when they yeah. were looking at the photographs of him in Vietnam and all that. And, you know, the show goes into that, even though I think I'm kind of with Owen on this. We said this um, privately. I think it was unnecessary to find out what happened to him in Vietnam. In, really. in Cobra Kai? Yeah. Yeah, it was just... Uh, I, don't, I didn't really, you know... I get it. He's a war vet. Like, he went through some shit yeah. in Vietnam and now he's a piece of shit. I don't, like, I didn't need the whole thing. I didn't really need that much Crease yeah. backstory, to be honest. But it was, you know, it was fine. It was whatever. That's all we get from Crease in this movie, though, is just those three scenes. And you gather he's a he's not a nice guy. But 
You don't really get much of his relationship with Johnny or with the other students. You don't get do you know much I of think, anything from the bad guys. Do you think? Do you know? I think it is. I think bad guys and angry soldier types were became such a cliche by the eighties that they're basically um, a cliche that you only have to see that here and there, and instantly the audience will know exactly what they're about. You don't need any more. Yeah, probably. You're, yeah, you you could be onto something yeah. there. And it's and it's interesting then that both mentor figures in this are war veterans. Yes, they are. Kreese is a we discover from the photograph is a Vietnam War vet and Mr. Miyagi fought in World War Two. And there was actually this really great scene with Mr. Miyagi. Um and I actually I'm gonna thank David. Um he's another one of our commenters and he's been listening to our podcast. And he's an American guy of uh, Japanese heritage. And he made a point about the scene where we see Mr. Miyagi and he's this is after I think Daniel got embarrassed at the fancy like dance ball of the rich people and he ran to Mr. Miyagi to find some a friend, you know, someone he could like spill his emotions to. But we actually kind of get the opposite. And uh, we see Miss Miyagi, he's drinking um, whiskey with a little picture of a woman in front of him. And we're, we find out that this is his wife. And he's a widower. And we find out that it was while he was serving for um, the 40, 40, 42nd Division, in, um, which was basically a Japanese division during World War II for America. And while he was out fighting war for America, she died in an internment camp at, while she was giving birth to their child. Mm-hmm. Um, and David actually sent on some information about that. And I, I like to kind of go through because it gives that moment a lot more sincerity and a kind of an idea of what, who Mr. Miyagi is. So, like we said, Mr. Miyagi served in World War II um, in the 442nd Division, which was mostly made up Japanese-American, um, and most of them being second generation. So, you know, their parents would have been people who come into the country, or like maybe their grandparents. At, and at the time, because of the war, and Japan being against the United States, um, America had this thing called the Proof Their Loyalty thing, which was a loyalty questionnaire which was given to Japanese-American people to prove how loyal they were to their country. Japanese-Americans were seen as basically spies or potential traitors to their country, and they were rounded up and put into like internment camps which weren't even fully finished or made or built. They bring them in where it's basically just a jail, and then they would have to finish building the rest they had to sell their properties, usually at a pittance. And, like, if you think about that, and, like, there's loads more, folks. Uh, George Shikai has done so much on this. Um, he's done, written, I believe, a, a play. He's written books on this. It's definitely worth reading up on because a lot of American history, history seems to pretend the internment of Japanese-American citizens didn't happen or wasn't as bad. It was. It was fairly horribly brutal. But... It shows the kind of character Mr. Miyagi was. He could have been a very... Like, he, he was 
kind of before he started talking to Daniel, he was kind of restrained. He was kind of away from everyone. He was working on his own little bonsai tree and all this kind of stuff. Um, but he could have been very bitter. He could have been like, no, fuck America, what's done to me? I've lost my family. But he still reached out the moment Daniel seemed to need help. And if you just watch this movie and you don't know his history, I think you'd say, oh, that's very sad. Mr. Miyagi had a kid and family. But once you bring in the internment camp, you could imagine Mr. Miyagi could have been very, very bitter. But he still cared, regardless. He found that balance. And that's pretty much it. And there's loads more on it, folks, but definitely, I, I, I think that scene enhances it. It's the best scene in the movie. I think you're right, think. yeah. Easily. Yeah. And the, the, <laughs> the, the Jaden Smith remake tried to do the same scene with Jackie Chan. Oh, no. It's Really? It's not, it wasn't terrible either, but, you know, yeah. it, was, it was basically the same thing. Jackie Chan crying and drunk and stuff. But really, I think this scene, once you know the history, it like it really does explain the character more than anything else. Like Mr. Miyagi is a very caring man. Oh, he can be cheeky and give out and be moody, but he's generally a good-hearted person whose suffering hasn't ruined him. If anything, has made him more sincere and more caring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And thank you, David. Uh, look, uh, David, has, gentleman that he is, sent me a massive email about the history and all that. And I really appreciate reading it. And I really think people should learn more about this history, you know, and realize that history is a bit muddled. And maybe we aren't as pure and good as we think we are. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry to drag it on, but I do think it's important to explain. Now, back to the martial arts movie. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Daniel enters the tournament, the All Valley Under-18s Karate Tournament. Yes. As Mr. Miyagi's sole pupil. Yes. He wins. There you go. Spoilers (laughs) for the end of the movie. Daniel wins. That was the worst way. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, there's a few more scenes. You know, we have great scenes of them training, the wax on and wax off, which is historically now in cinema, you know, as part of cinema. Um, We have this badass moment where Mr. Miyagi says, oh, you know, why don't you have your own car? And he says, oh, you know, I couldn't ever afford it. And Mr. Miyagi, like the pimp he is, brings Daniel's son outside the front door says pick a car pick it's one, yours baby. take one like, of my I, 50s vintage models go for it oh and the thing is i was saying to Owen, like imagine having that power just say like yeah go on take one yeah go it's ahead it's grand yeah whatever oh you're my kid now take one of my fancy cars i don't care yeah <laughs> and he like he's he the thing is one thing um miss miyagi's never selfish about the attention from Daniel. He's always just like, no, no, go to your mother. I once had a mother too. I know what it's like. Oh, he's like, here, take the car, bring that girl out on a date. Mr. Miyagi is the, you know, player of the year. I don't care. <laughs> you know, He really yeah. is. He, he's the heart of this movie. Like He is. He's unbelievable. And a, a worthy Oscar nomination for Pat Morita for this role, I would say. 
Did he get an Oscar nomination for he this? He got nominated oh, for um, Best Supporting Actor at the 1985 Academy Awards. He didn't win, but he was nominated for this movie. Well, Best yeah, very deserving, even just to nominate. Mm-hmm. Very great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, look, I think, I think people know this movie. Even people who just watched Cobra Kai know this movie now. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. We'll, I think we'll. There's I enough think we'll, scenes, flashbacks to Mr. Miyagi. There's, en- there's enough going on in in the yeah. world. I think people people know. You know the rest of it. You know all the big moments, and you know how it yeah. ends. Yeah, you, know, you know we got the crane kick, wasn't it? Sorry, that was my keyboard. <laughs> the crane kick. Yes, that's the big yeah. one. How that's how Daniel wins the tournament. Um, yeah. So I think well, Johnny being super supportive of Daniel afterwards for some weird yeah, reason. Yeah, like, Oh, you won't deserve this. <laughs> I think they forget about that. D- Johnny once once he loses is immediately just like, "Hey, that was a great fight, Daniel. Well done. Congratulations." And then he just <laughs> yeah. walks away. That's it. Like, <laughs> yeah. But they couldn't. Yeah. They couldn't really end their relationship there, really, could they? <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll we'll go. With, that's kind of what the hell is going on here. Let's um, pick out our Jesus moments, I guess. <laughs> This one, this was tough for me to to pick one. I think I don't know. Do you have one? Maybe that's more. I like... definitely do. I still think Mr. Miyagi being able to heal Daniel son. Like it's just, yeah, it's no like it's a good Jason one, but it's just like still, like we did. This wasn't building up to some, you know, energy. Bending, healing, power thing. I mean, you wouldn't be surprised that Mr. Miyagi could do this, but at the same time, you're uh, like, not, oh, Jesus, it's oh, okay, fair enough. It's not, it, see, to me, to me, something about the fact that he can do that just fits perfectly. It, it didn't, <laughs> like, it happens, and even when it happens, it's not like I was like, oh, that's weird that he can do that. It's just like, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. Mr. Miyagi can yeah. d- use magic healing powers on things. That's fine. I'm so totally on board with everything this movie has to say and all of its yeah. mystical life lessons through the art of martial karate that I'm I like, suppose yeah, it was building up to that. <laughs> I'm like, fine, good, yeah, cool. Mr. Miyagi we, can we learned that karate and save people's lives. That's cool. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, the whole thing about the karate thing, at least in this movie, is that it's really just more the philosophy and control over yourself and finding the middle path. So there is a spiritual dimension to it. Yeah. So I guess this is where they went, okay, this slots in. And it, look, if anyone, oh, if anyone's deserving of having some spiritual powers, it's probably Mr. Miyagi. But it's just, <laughs> I just want to go back to one of the scenes in the movie, uh, catching the fly of chopsticks. And it says, it's if you can scene. catch a fly of chopsticks, a man could do anything. And we saw Mr. Miyagi, it's like the second or third scene he's done this. And then Daniel says, oh, let me try. In like two minutes, didn't he? he catches it. And you'd think Mr. Miyagi would look at him and say, oh my God, yes, you can change anything. But he's like, ah, beginner's luck. Yeah, he gets, ah! he gets he properly annoyed out. and leaves. <laughs> like he's, so, he's so annoyed that Daniel has managed to do this yeah. in, in, in the space of like two minutes. He's clearly been trying forever. Because I love the juxtaposition of it. Like, because usually it would have been like the master looking at him. Oh my God. This is the kid. This is the final test. Daniel is the chosen one. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fuck you, kid. I've been trying to do that since I was 12 years old, and I've never done it. You just stroll you know, in here. Which you're... And that's the best part about Mr. Miyagi. It's like, he's the Yoda type of teacher. 
he's not all just about being wise and distant and caring. He's also just like, ah, I'm going to mess with you. <laughs> yeah. You he's know, very, he's very funny to be honest. Yeah. He's, he's definitely very yeah. funny. Yeah. I don't know. I found it tough to pick a Jesus moment. I think, I don't know. I throw, I'll throw one out there and it's only a small little, cause it was just kind of a throwaway comment. There's a moment, um, right after, Daniel gets the car from Mr. Miyagi and he goes to pick up Ali. And they yeah. he like shows us he they like have their like coming they're they're whatever. I don't know. They're back together yeah. sort of thing. Teenage romance. Yeah. Stuff. And <laughs> he takes her outside and he's like, Hey, check out the car. She's like, Wow, it's amazing. And he says, Come on, let take it for a spin. You can drive. And Ali says, Really? I can drive? And Daniel says, Yeah, of course, of course you can drive, Ali. This is the eighties. It's such a weird, like, like, were they trying to say that the 80s were now so progressive that even women can drive sometimes? Or was it just, was it, am I, is am I putting too much on it? And it's really, Daniel's just saying, yeah, of course you can drive. Right? Do you think it's just the 2020 joke that was around for a while? Oh, come on, it's 2020. You know, like, be more woke. Do you think that joke's in your head? And then when you saw that, I was like... I don't, oh, it's it's just, uh, it was just such a weird little throwaway line that he's just like, yeah, it's 1980s, baby. Of course women... I'm can, with it. Of course women can drive now. They couldn't <laughs> t- 10 years ago, but now they can. <laughs> it was just weird. I just remember thinking, yeah. oh, okay, Daniel, you're a real progressive guy. He thinks women can drive. <laughs> Do you think it was just girls and stuff when they watched one? Wow, yeah, this is cool. Oh my god, isn't he so dreamy? He lets his girlfriend drive his car. That's amazing. He's a 23-year-old man who looks like he's 12. That's yeah. crazy. That's maybe uh, a bigger one that's not really in the movie, but Ralph Macchio was 22 years old when he filmed The Karate Kid. Uh, I was trying to figure out the ages of everyone. What's, what was Ali's age, I wonder like because she definitely looks like she's a bit older than yeah elizabeth shoe looks older it might just be because she's standing beside ralph macchio all the time who genuinely like like daniel's supposed to be 17 ralph macchio was 20 doesn't look 17 either like and he looks 14 so it's very weird so like elizabeth shoe born 1963 she was like 20 all right, well, so she's kind of fitting it, I Ish, guess. She was about 20 when they shot this movie, yeah. so. Yeah, just weird. Ralph Macchio doesn't yeah. age. The man is... No, he doesn't. Even now, he doesn't look like he should really be a father of two kids and all no, that. No, he doesn't look like he's, guy. like, 50. He's nearly 50 where's, now. So like, where's Johnny? Oh, he's older. Kinda what am I saying? Aged. <laughs> Johnny, yeah, Williams Abka yeah. has aged. Probably, yeah. per, like... They've rev- they've exaggerated that in Cobra Kai to show that Johnny's lived such a fucking shit life. Yeah, I imagine they just older. haven't given him a lot of makeup on the show and that kind of yeah, stuff. And they, or they just wary, like yeah. they're making him look tired all the time and like yeah, you know, just here, just older. don't drink water for the next three days, okay? We need yeah, you to dry we need out. You dehydrated <laughs> for this because you're 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 Johnny is supposed to have spent twenty five years of his life just drinking and partying and like yeah, not taking care of himself. Yeah. So <laughs> all right, there's yeah. our Jesus moments. Let's um. Let's wrap this up and get into some final thoughts. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. The Karate Kid, in complete juxtaposition to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, is a movie that I loved as a kid 
that watching it again now has only made me love it even more. 100% agree. It's a, yeah, it's I, a really, really, re, it's a just a really good movie yeah. from every... And you know what? It's not larger than it tries to be. It's no. It does what it does, and it's great. Yeah, that's the thing. It never, like... It's so... Watching it again this time, it's so unexpectedly quiet in a lot of places. Now, there are... They, there is a lot of the, you know, a lot of the scenes involving Johnny have the big, like, 80s rock anthem Cobra Kai score thing that they do. Great. Which is incredible. Brilliant. But there's so much... There's so many, like, quiet, thoughtful, just yeah. peaceful moments to the movie that are... Things just happen. You know, the slowly... Yeah. They're not. They're not afraid to like take their time with the story they're trying to tell and really like actually tell it, say something, and tell it properly, and not just be like this isn't like there's a. The thing is, after watching this again, is that I think Cobra Kai is not the Karate Kid. No, it's not. It's very different. Cobra Kai is is a lot more. I mean, like, cartoonish, and it's a lot more dialed up. But like, I know as meta as it is, and that the characters are all aware of how ridiculous everything that's going yeah. on is. But like, it's still much more. There does like full on, you know, brawls between rival karate dojos in high schools. And it's stuff. not even and it's, that. It's, it's just like, like when Johnny goes to his friend in the church, and is the reverend, and the reverend just yeah. fucking knocks him the hell and out. It's, it's, I mean, I loved it. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I guess, I guess, because Cobra Kai is is Johnny's story. Yeah. Now, so it's more like this is this is Johnny. This is what Johnny is like, kind of more than. But here's the thing, Daniel. Maybe it's on purpose. Maybe it's the fact that when we look back at things nostalgically, they're always heightened far more than we're used to. Like than they actually are. Like we always have greater notions of what a movie is in the past. And then sometimes when we watch it, it's a lot more more lukewarm than we thought it was. Maybe they just said, "Hey, this is going to happen." So yeah, let's bump up Cobra Kai a little bit let it actually feed into that hyper nostalgic view of what the Karate Kid was yeah that's probably what they were doing yeah yeah see we know stuff we break we're down s- stuff we're, we're smart alright yeah. sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah um, apparently not when it comes to um, One Division episode apparently we're wrong there according to everyone um. <laughs> I mean no we're not. We're we're <laughs> perfectly right, but that's for well, another episode. Yes, sorry for a bit of cross streaming there. Uh, yeah, so um, that, I mean that's the Karate Kid. Yes, it's it a is. lovely movie. I'm really it glad is. we got to watch it again. So I mean, if I want mean. to watch the other three or two, whatever. <laughs> again, you know, three. Six. See, it wasn't that easy, was it? <laughs> well, like four. Yeah. Well, if you want to, yeah, if you want to include the new one, yeah, I mean that's, that's credit. I mean, I yeah. suppose it's part of the legacy, I, isn't you it? You know, yeah, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping Jackie Chan makes an appearance in Cobra Kai someday. I wouldn't hate that at all. I'd be down you know, for that. I think that'd be amazing. Just a brief yeah. little Jackie Chan cameo would be awesome. It doesn't even have to be cameo. Have him be like there for an episode or something. Yeah, it's just like, I, oh, there's this teacher that came into cool. town. It's just Jackie Chan. Yeah, I think they could easily. I think really they could easily get Jaden Smith back. Yeah, Will Smith is a producer on Cobra Kai, so they could probably get Jaden in. Oh fuck yeah, want. I'm down for that. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the that um, Karate Kid movie, but bring well, him to the yeah. universe. You know, I thought it was fine. I think it'd be great fun to see them show up in Karate Kid yeah. in Cobra Kai. 
the Karate Kid. I want to go back in time and have CGI yeah, the main. I want them to. I want somebody to re-edit the, this original Karate Kid and replace all Daniel scenes with Jaden Smith. That's what I want. <laughs> you just want to see Jaden Smith fall into water repeatedly by yeah, Miss Miyagi. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you've um, stuck around l- this long, guys. We're at the end of the episode, so you get to find out what we're doing next week. Daniel, yeah. son, what are we doing <laughs> next week? Daniel, son, we are going to watch the original Transformers animated. We're sticking with this. Uh, we're going to have to turn this into a series now. At this stage, we just you keep just do weird eighties, nineties, watching like early nineties, late eighties things. Yeah. People watched as kids. <laughs> well, it's just I don't know. I think because of COVID and that kind of stuff, a lot of people are going back to comfort stuff, and you know, nostalgia is a comfort. And if I heard anything ever, the original Transformer animated movie is one of those most nostalgic things ever. Because I don't care for Transformers, I really don't. But I know people who cry over the original Transformers movie. Yeah, I've I have no affinity for this at all. This isn't something I watched or enjoyed or liked at all as a kid. I've never seen it. So, so all fresh. I know is Orson Welles plays a planet, and his yes, uh, he does. His, and he was drunk. His diary or his diary entries or his commentary or something that he did somewhere about his role in this is hilarious. But that's for next week. We will we'll stick up a post on Facebook, letting everybody know. Uh, yeah. You can send us in your comments and thoughts and questions on Transformers. Uh, follow us on social media, folks. Uh, you know, like and subscribe. It, comment, please. Um, it all helps the show. And yeah, I think that's from it for me. And that's it for me as well. We'll be back Friday for more One Division, when we'll yeah. we'll dive into how wrong we have been. <laughs> yes. Imagine the next episode could like just prove us completely wrong. It's like, oh, actually, yeah, no, maybe I don't good. know. We'll see. <laughs> In the meantime, look after yourselves, guys, and we'll talk to you soon.